0: Log Talk Radio. I would like to just welcome Blog Talk, uh, Smile 3 E-Irn Shopping Iron via web. And I would like to welcome Facebook viewers, whether you're looking live now or you're going to look in the replay. Um, I want you to get your Bibles, pencils, pads, papers, so you can take down notes, um, write down scriptures. You know, we're not going to have a lot, but we're going to have some because the conversation we're having tonight I just want to share with you. Um, I had said to God, God, why is it so hard for people to not just be saved but want to be saved and want to live a life that shows that they're different and that they are saved? And I have been asking God this for quite a while. You know, I included myself in it because we all – Don't dot every I across every T. And I just want to make sure uh, everybody know that. I don't claim to be perfect. I don't live a perfect life. I have flaws and faults like everyone else. But I keep myself up before God saying, God, this thing right here, I I need you, God, to help me with this thing right here. I I need you, God, to help me with that situation right there. You know, I I just I stay before God, and I ask God for certain things, and then I God takes me back to places where He has shown me favor. And like I said um, earlier for so blog talking here, we it now we're going to talk about Genesis nineteen, the chapter nineteen chapter. Say so God, why is it that it seems like we're always looking for worldly things? I'm going to leave that right there, you know. I'm hoping don't nobody takes this personal, but if you do, take it to God. Because he put this on my heart, and this has been on my heart for some weeks now. Why is it that we're always looking in the background? Why is it that we're always looking for our used to be, our yesterdays? Why are we always trying to, do things over or in other words relive <laughs> you know how when you get to a certain age you want to relive you you don't want to give up so god had put something in my heart and i googled it and when i googled it um it came up remember lots wife hmm. not only did it say remember lots wife but it was also remember lots and and reading in the or chapter 19, as I read it, I realized there was a lot of things going on. Things with Lot, things within the city, things with the wife, things with the son-in-laws-to-be, things with the daughters, um, things with even the angels. Where the angels came on assignment and they said to Lot when they came into the city, brother, let me step go back a little bit. When they came into the city, Lot said, I pray thee and you know, come stay in my house. And they said, No, 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 we'll do this, we'll do that. He said, No, he kept pressing and pressing, and they decided to go and stay in Lot's house. But how many of us know that? The enemies who come to steal, kill, and destroy, always think he got a plan. He decided to send the men, all the men, young and old, of the city. Hey, Mr. Michael for tuning in, to Lot's house, and they didn't ring the doorbell and knock, knock politely on the door. They was banging on the door, saying, "Send out those men mm. that came to see you, that came in your house." Because we want to know them. you uh, yeah, I know what I'm talking about. They say we want to know them. Um, I read it in the I had the NIV version on my phone while I was working, I had my earpiece in my ear and I began to let the the Bible read to me. And it said that the men said to Lot, We want to have sex with them. We want to know them. And I said, God, this ain't no new thing. This is an old trick of the enemy. And when Lot went to go out and tell them, no, 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 Mm-mm. he was trying to tell them who these men were. They were like, it don't matter. We told you what we wanted. And they begin. you know, Lot was trying to tell him he have two daughters that have never been with a man. He would give them to them. They could do what they wanted to do with them. Lot was just going to get his daughters over because he was trying to protect God's blessing where the two angels came in the form of men. They didn't want that. They tried to press past Lot to get into the house, but the angels reached out and grabbed him and pulled him back in. at the same time struck the men of the city at the door around the area with blindness so that they couldn't find the door and all of that. And I was like, wow. You know, that that's the enemy, always pressing, pressing, pressing. He always trying to destroy something, which the word tells us that the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So as I read on, they told Lot that to go get his son, son-in-laws, his daughters, whoever he had in the city that was related to him out of the city because God was going to destroy the city. But of course, when Lot went to talk to his son-in-law, potential son-in-law, they laughed, they mocked him, they like a joke. Man, please get out of here! Ain't nothing gonna happen. You know, go on about your business. How we say, kick rocks, move on, beat it. You know, so Lock, um got with his daughters and his wife, and the angels thought he was taking so long. They grabbed him by the hand and led him. out led him and his daughters and wife out of the city and told him, go ahead and get out of the plains before you get swept away. In other words, he said, you know how we we joke and say it, but the word of God says, save yourself. He said, escape, save yourself. Mm -hmm. See, God gives us warning. That's why I say, God, I want to hear you. I want to know you, Lord. I want to recognize your voice. So when God sent an angel I could hear God through the angel. I could recognize that God's talking to me. So as they left, when they said, well, please let us go into Zor because we don't think we'll get out in time to keep from getting destroyed, they found favor with God's messengers that allowed them to go into the city until <clears throat> they did what they had to do. So when they decided it was time to do God's deeds, Yes, Mr. Margo, we must heed to the warning of God. It's true. That is so true. When they decided it was time to do God's deeds, um, Lot and his wife and his daughters left. I said I'll let to say this, but because of us, when we get to a place that we think we've got in God, we want to go back. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's to... See what we missed or somebody to see it's been a change when, uh uh-uh, we ain't got to do that. But somehow we always want to go back. The angels told her, don't look back. uh uh-uh, don't look back. But she looked back, and she turned into a pillar of salt being disobedient because she was looking for to remember the house, the land, probably the first coach, you know, the giant diamonds, whatever she had left. Hey, I'll even say her Bentley. Y'all, yeah, you know, I'm just adding that in. But I'm just saying that that's how we is. We want to go back and get the car and the clothes and the, the shoes and the motorcycle. You know, let's be, let's keep it real. The, the flat screen TV. Or, uh, we we left the deed to the house. With some old coins and something you know of value. We left. It. We want to go back and get it. Okay. But when she looked back, God didn't say she was going to uh, uh, sooner or later. He said that, don't look back. She looked back. At her, and with his daughters and him proceeding on, <laughs> when they, the next day, they began to look. I'm looking down at the Bible while I'm speaking. They began to look and see. That the, the the smoke coming up from the city, they thought it was like the smoke of a furnace. You know, we um, a couple of weeks ago we saw a church here on the south side of Chicago burn down, and but the the, the fire kept jumping up, filling up over some days, and they had to keep putting it out. Uh, everything that burnt down in that church, the gateway, the doorway of the, the building. And the wall inside the building that had Jesus coming out of the smoke, the clouds or whatever you want to call it, it didn't burn down. It barely looked like it had been touched by fire. But see, that's just God letting you know he's still on the throne. He's still showing favor. And I said that to say this. When they looked back and saw that God had destroyed the city, they, um, you know, that God had remembered remember Abel when he sent Lot out into the midst of the an overthrow and in the city where he was um told him to get from amongst his people. You know, that's another story in the Bible. And and Lot is Abraham's nephew. But anyway, I'm gonna stay I'm gonna stay on this. I don't wanna get sidetracked. I don't wanna get sidetracked. The daughters decided they didn't want to wait on God after God had shown them favor because he sent the angels. Lot happened to be in the right place at the right time when he saw the angels, talked to the angels and got them to come in. And they were blessed because they wasn't caught up in the destroying of the cities that they lived in. They didn't want to wait on the favor of God, so they decided they was going to get their father drunk and lay with them because they come up with a good excuse. They had no man to carry on the name when they could have waited. They could have waited on God. You know, I want to read something else to you. In Proverbs 14, and 14, it says, The backslider in heart shall be filled with his own ways, and a good man shall be satisfied from himself. The simple believeth every word, but the pure man looketh well going. A wise man fears and departeth from evil, but the foolish raised and his confidence. Now, when you sit back and look at, it says, the backslider in his heart shall be filled with his own ways. That's kind of like what the daughters were. They were filled in their own ways because they decided that they didn't want to wait on God. They wanted to come up with their own plan. They decided that they wanted to do what they wanted to do. Like the wife decided to look back, you know, at what she was leaving. And as a statute to her testament, she turned it to a pillow of stone, where she was left there in a position to see what she was leaving forever. Now, do you know, I don't believe once she turned to a pillow spot she was able to communicate with anybody that's I don't believe that I don't think you would either. when you think about when you so desperately want to satisfy as my sister said, our ancestors used to say this so stinky flush mm-hmm. when you want to satisfy it and waiting on God, oh, we all been there, some of us still there, mhm of us there, You know, and for those of us that slip, that stumble and all of that, we have enough sense to say, God, forgive me. Get get that thing right there, see that situation right there, God, it, it's a repeating thing in my life. God, I need your help. You know, we have to get in the word. You know, we have to get on the part that say fasting and praying. These things come out by fasting and praying. We have to get to that place. You know, if you go to Luke 17, 31 and 32, it said, In that day, he which shall be upon the housetop, and his stuff is in the house, let him not come down to take it away. And he that is in the field, let him not likewise not return back. 32 say, Remember Lot's wife." Is that right there? When I read that, I said, "Wow, one, one verse, three words." The Thirty-two said, "Remember Lot's wife." So when you want to go back and look at things that you think you're leaving, things that you think is, uh, oh well, I don't know, I don't want to, I don't want to let that go i I, I, I got to have it. I'm going to go back for it. You better remember. He said, don't go back. If it's in the house, don't go back and get it. If it's in the field, don't go back and get it. you got to keep pushing forward to the promises of God. you got to keep pushing forward to knowing that God will keep you God will provide for you. Don't be disobedient. Don't be saying, oh, I'm saved, I want to be saved, but yet you keep going back to the old like the dog goes back and eats his vomit. Don't don't go back. Don't go back. Ask God for your instruction. Ask God for his plan concerning you and push forward. Tell God you need his help. He already know you need his help. Because he know you. Tell him you need his help. Because again, the word of God in John 10 and 10 say, the thief cometh not but to steal and to kill and to destroy. But God says, I am come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. When you realize who is causing you to keep looking back, keep wanting to go back, keep trying to get back. You know, it's like a, a bad relationship or a relationship you want to be in and you really thought that you were really doing what all you needed to do to be on top of that relationship. Think about everything that is going on. Come on now. When you think about everything that's going on, you just kind of go back. And you say, look, Lord, I don't want to be in this place. I don't want to be over here no more. And you finally get a chance to let that go. All of a sudden, that person want to come back to you. That person want to get with you. That person want to talk to you. That person want to do everything in their power to get to you, to try to persuade you to change your mind. Don't don't let them do it. Don't forget God brought you out. Don't forget that God has, God can keep you if you want to be kept. Don't forget things like the things you've been praying for, it's about to come through. You know, that's how I'm going to say it's about to come through. You've been God do this, and God, if you do that, you know, God, give me another chance. God, you can trust me. When it seems like things is about to come through, that's when the enemy gets busy. He's going to come to kill. He's going to come to steal. He's going to come to destroy. You got to get to a place that, God, I don't want to be Lot's wife. I looked in the uh, Google. I looked up Google and said, uh, where does it say Lot's wife's name? And it didn't show me none, but it, it came up that it is. Be a do something like that, or eat I I don't know. It really didn't go into details but that's what it had showed me when I googled it. But a dude, okay. Uh-huh. Uh uh, it would well, she had kept going, but it said she ado back look back. Mhm. She looked back for, yesteryear. She looked back for yesterday. She looked back for her yesterday. She looked back for her old Mm -hmm. Her old love She looked back for her old things Because She didn't know how to trust God With the unseen She didn't know how to trust God And even say to God God help me with my unbelief She didn't know How to do that Because the reason I say she didn't know Because she did what the angel told her not to do Not to come Not to look back When you are In a place of seeking deliverance, now I'm talking to myself too. When you're in a place of seeking deliverance, you have to keep saying, God, I don't want to be stuck here forever. God, help me before it's too late. God, bring me out. God, deliver me. God, set me free. God, break, 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 break. You know, you have to go so honest. You have to go naked, honest before God. You have to get to a place, and, God, you have to say, God, when I look at you, what I mean by that, when I close my eyes and I pray and I look at you in my heart, I have to say, God, I need you to help my unbelief. God, I need you to strengthen my, not just my heart, but my mind and my spirit. God, change my mindset that I don't want to go back, I don't want to look back I don't want to step back. God, you told me you would take my feet out of the molly clay. God, I'm tired of being stuck like this. I don't want to be a pillow of salt. I don't want to be locked the lock wife. God, help me to stay focused. Help me to stay on assignment. Help me to stay at place where I can say, okay, mm okay. For me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. If this is not what you want to do, you need to make new arrangements. You know how they say, go get your address changed. I said, God, I just thank you for giving this to me because I've been asking God for some things, and I tell you, God has been opening up some doors God has been doing some things in my life, and I'm just in a place where I'm saying, God, I want to do this ministry 100%. I don't want to be a part-time. I don't want a part-time lover in the natural. And I know God don't want a part-time lover. So I don't want to be a part-time lover of God. I want to love God 100%. God, I just want to do your will. However long you have me here to do it, and I just want to know that I know that I know it's okay with you because one thing, like I said, I know I how favor. Just reading chapter nineteen showed me how God's favor goes to the point where He will save your life. Mm. He will put you in a spot where you can, you will see the blessing walking up to you. Now, once you see it, it's up to you to recognize it. And then when you do, when, when Lot saw the two angels, he went to them and bowed down his face to the ground. Hmm. Hey, I'm going to read that to you. Let, let's go here. Let's go here. I'm going to Genesis. 19. I'm going to read that because I, I want it for myself too. I'm starting at verse 1. It said, and then came two angels to Sodom at ease. And Lot sat at the gate and Lot seeing them rose up to meet them and he bowed himself with his face towards the ground. Now that's the first Verse. It's what thirty-eight verses, I believe it's thirty-eight verses in Genesis. But the first verse says, "Lot was sitting at the gate, and when he saw them, he went out to meet them, and he bowed down with his face to the ground, and he was he he he, he was shown favor." Well, they said, you got sons, son-in-laws, daughters, wives, whoever you have here that's with you in the city. He said, get them here so y'all can get up out of here because we're going to destroy this city. Because the crowd, the the, crowd, the, the people, the, the stuff that they're doing in the city, God, is, God, the Lord sent us here to destroy because the city is out of control. I'm saying that because, see, a lot of us in Chicago think we're just happening here, but it's not. It's not just happening here in Chicago. The Word of God teaches us that the enemy of our soul, he's going back and forth, to and fro, seeming who he may devour. So don't just think it's here in Chicago. I hear people say, I got to lead here. It's to that. I don't care where you go. The enemy... Is loose for people not doing what they need to do. Pray. 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 And pray tomorrow. You can never get enough of prayer. You can never give enough of prayer. You can never pray enough for your land. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, look, God is so awesome. God is so good. Minister Margot said earlier, he gives us warning. So when I was reading this and I began to read it, and I said, first of all, is selfishness in here in this chapter is uh lewdness is all type of mess with untrust, unbelief, no faith, just saying, I, I, you know, not, you hear people say, I had to leave, and I could only go with the shirt on my back. So I'm sure Locke had a chance to grab a couple of things, him and his daughter, and his wife, but basically they had to leave with the shirt on their back. But it didn't tell us that they took, food, and water, because God provides. God is a provider. Whatever you need, when God tells you to move, you move. When God tells you don't, don't, because he's not going to send you nowhere without a plan. He's not going to send you nowhere without resources. He's not going to put you in a place where there's no way for you to come out, I don't care, even if you on the streets or whatever you see how many people God has touched their heart. that young man in Chicago goes out with his grill and his wife, and he cooks for the, the homeless people down by uh Cornell Street over by a uh, Jefferson or they, we call it Jewtown, and they they feed people other people pull up and drop food off water, clothing blankets in the winter stuff, so, you know, that God will always send somebody. Hey, James, thanks for tuning in. He will always send somebody to tend to your needs. All we have to do is just open our mouth and ask them. When you find yourself in a place where you have favor and you don't know why you have favor, I'll tell you the reason you have favor is because God says you were special to him. Now, it didn't say. He said he reigned on the jest as well as the unjust. When you have favor with God, question God. That that, that right there that makes me. Uh, at the point I see people say, you know they they won't question negative stuff. They don't question stupid stuff, but they'll question God. Why why you want to bless me? Why you want to give me this? Why you want me? Oh, I couldn't take that. I, I you know I don't do it for that. I have a sister that I would say, I don't want to bless So, Yes, that's true. I have a sister who um, likes to bless people. And when people say something to her, a pastor, like to be like, uh-uh, no, you will not. No, you won't refuse it. You will not block my blessing. Because one thing I, I know, now, can't, you ain't going to just walk up to her getting an because she don't seek God all oh, while you talking. Before you walked up she's seeking God. So when you talk to her, if God tells her to bless you, we go out and eat. I'm telling you. You have seen a lot of my editorials as we call it, we go out and eat. This young lady will basically whatever our bill is, she's gonna almost bless them with that. Mm. Y'all ain't hear me. That's when God has favor. God has put favor on her. She don't complain about nothing. She could have a want or need. She won't even say. If you ask her, she'll say, I dare not complain. This lady has favor. And when I tell you favor ain't fair, I'm not just bragging because she's my sister, but I thank God. I know somebody up close that I can touch him, like this, touch him, that have favor. Because, see, I love being with my sister. I love blessing my sister also because I do know the word of God. If you pour a prophet or drink of water, you will reap a prophet's reward. I love a blessing my apostle. I thank God I have a sister that I can say is my apostle. Some people be around people because of their titles. But, see, that's not our case. We've been close since we were children, babies. You know, we were so close together, uh, the way we were born, so close together, people thought we were twins growing up. And I thank God that I have a sister like that. I, You know, my sister has kept me in God's face. I'm going to just be honest. She has really taught me a lot because she has um, she went away to the military. I think I don't know if we were twenty five or twenty four or whatever, but she went away to the military back in the eighties, and she was gone a very 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 long time, double digit years. And I I'm saying all that to say what. She was a way, she had to learn how to pray. She had to learn how to trust and depend on God. And with her testimony and knowing the life she had lived and the places she had been, Saudi and all of that, I just, you know, um, I, don't, I don't know if I'm saying it was Saturday, right, Saudi or, or wherever she was at overseas during the Little War, nobody but God brought her back in her right mind. Mm. Y'all ain't hearing me. So one thing I could to say that I remember a couple of times I said to her, don't you remember this person, that person? She said no. It's not she don't want to remember because the deal is she has been so many places and met so many people and seen so much stuff that she doesn't look back because she's pressing towards the mark of the high calling of the Lord. She's doing what God has told her to go. He never told her to go back. When she left and went away to the military, she said, I don't think I'll ever come back to Chicago to live. Now, I'll come back to visit. But see, I'm saying that to say, with the lesson, is don't look back. Anything that you left or left you, leave it back there. Let it be like the back of your shirt, the back of your coat, the back of your shoes, leave it back there. Because if you notice, I know you have, but just in case some of y'all forgot, when we walk, we walk forward. Mm-hmm. Now, we look to the left, we look to the right. We we look behind us. If we drive, that's what we're supposed to do to make sure there ain't nothing coming, especially if we park it or we out of a park. But the verse that I read to you tonight said, don't look back. Don't look back for unnecessary things. Don't look back for things that is not going to be a blessing. Don't look back for things that will keep you trapped in what God is bringing you from, will keep you trapped in what God is bringing you out of. Yeah, I could be on here hooping and hollering and talking loud and all that, but, but would you hear hear me any more? Would you hear me any louder? Do I have to sing a song for you to hear me? You know, just I'm just saying. When I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me, my soul cries out, hallelujah. I thank God for saving me. I look forward to what God has for me in the future. I look forward to to what God is going to do for me and my family in the future. I look forward to the next generation and my family that's coming up. They're getting grown now. I look forward to our 51st family reunion this year. I look forward to the next generation stepping up, becoming the elders. We're the elders. It was at one time we were the babies, but now my generation I'm the third generation. We're the elders now. So the fourth and fifth generation, they're stepping up now in the sixth. But our grandmother, my grandmother, prayed for a hundred Mm generations. I read something in the Bible the other day that says be blessed down to a thousand generations. So I'm changing my blessing for my family for it to be blessed to a thousand generations, because I know the word says a day with with God is like a a thousand years. But a thousand years with God, with us, I'm sorry, I'm getting it backwards. A thousand years with God God is like a day. So if I can have a thousand years with God, that means I spent a day with God. I would love to spend a day with God. I would love to spend the rest of my life, serving the Lord, telling people about the Lord. I'm just somebody. Just trying to tell everybody about a man named Jesus. Mm. Nobody seems to want to know that name no more. Nobody seems to want to hear that name no more. You know, I don't care how many views I get or whatever, but I'm doing what God told me to do. When God told me Stop. Let go. You said, speak this thing over your life. I had to start saying, God, change my appetite. God, change my desires. God, change my wannabe. I had to start speaking it. And, and I had to speak it for a while. And one day, my desire changed. My appetite changed. My want to be changed. And I started saying, God, what you saying? I started saying that I, rep- I believe the report of the Lord. Yeah. I started believing God. I started believing only what God has been saying or God has said over my life. I had to remember some prophecies. I had to remember some things. I had to remember where I once was, and God had brought me out. Because when I remembered where I once was, I remembered he brought me out. That made me, I don't want to go back there. Things has changed. Things are changing. The COVID came and the land got shut down for a while. Y'all think it was something that just happened. But that was the plan of God because it was in his word. He said, if I shut the city down, if I shut the world down for a little while, I told us that he shut it down. I had to rel- learn and read that his name, he is strong tower. I had learned some stuff over the COVID time. You know, I learned that the world considered me, even if they don't put the value of paying me or the people that work like I work, we became front line workers, even if they didn't acknowledge us, but God did. See, only what you do for God is going to last. It doesn't matter if your boss says something, if they say congratulations, if they say I appreciate you. It doesn't matter because when you know what you did and what you did was did, doing bless somebody during the time when God was showing people he's still on the throne because when the COVID shut down, the government had to step up. And you better believe, not just me, I know you were, too. we was praying, God send us some help. God send us some help. When things got to the point that they are now, you know have people don't even want to go back to work. i never stopped, so I'm one of those people that want to stop working. Call it what you mean. I need a staycation. I need to stay away from work. <laughs> uh huh. But we are at the place where we 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 have to decide: Am I going to trust God all the way, or am I going to reach back, look back, keep trying to go back? Mm-mm. See, I remember as a kid, you can get a banana split about that thick. And about that same why, that was penny candy. Now, ain't no more penny candy. The, the the candy ain't even ten cents no more. It's fifteen cents, and it's just a it's the size of you seen what the pretend. You seen them now? Later, they look more like later. Where did it come from? Because it by the time you put it in your mouth, and by the time you start getting the taste, it's gone. I remember lollipops used to be this big, this big, a lollipop, three cents or a nickel. Yeah, we must trust God. I remember that. I remember candy called a shoestring. You would get so many of them in a bag. I mean, we used to get the Twizzlers. They were so long. Oh, my God. We used to get some candy and stuff. You could take. You better not have fifty cent and go to the store. Ooh, you was rich. You would come out the store with so much candy and still have change left over. These bags that we're spending a dollar and seventy nine cents for. When we were kids, those bags was like maybe seven, ten cents. Everything is five, six times its value. When we used to go to Burger King and it was called a Whopper. You better believe it was a Whopper. What they call Whoppers now was cheeseburgers when we were children. Ah, I'm trying to tell you something. When you went to Burger King and ordered a fish sandwich, you had the whole fish. It was called a Weller. Now you keep a piece. They just call a fillet. I'm saying all that to say. Stop looking back, because we'll never go back to the way things used to be, never. Everybody used to get free lunch in school. Now, even the kids that supposedly, they call poor kids free, supposed to get free lunch, they telling their mamas them they got to pay a supplement or some type of of payment. You all, whatever you do, remember Lot's wife. She was reaching for backward. don't be a backslider because even though you want to be God said he's married to the back. remember lots watch disobedient, worldly woman was born to her worldly things instead of fighting for the salvation of God instead of looking for what God was doing, she decided she wanted to go back. And because of that, it costs for everything, everything, our family, our life, everything. I thank you all for taking time out to listen to me on this Friday night, whether it's live or in the archives, on blog talk or replay on Facebook. I thank you all. I thank you. If anybody on Facebook would like to say anything, please type it in. If anybody on blog talk would like to say something, please say something. At this time, the lines are open. Love you too, Mr. Margo. The lines are open. Blog Talk if you want to speak now. I would just say, keep your eyes on the prize, keep your focus on God. That's it, Mr. Billy. Thank you, Mr. Apostle Elect. Thank you so much for your uh, words of encouragement. Is there anyone else on Blog Talk who'd like to speak? Well, I thank you all. I thank you all for Facebook. that were joined in. I just want to say, um, please tune in each and every Friday. Minister Margo says thank you for sharing with this word on the night. Thank you, Minister Margo, again, for listening and looking in. Uh, thank you for tuning in on this Friday night. We're here every Friday at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with um Smile E Iron ER shopping iron ER on Blog Talk Radio and Facebook Live. Um, next Friday will be Prophet Antoine Thomas. I'm trying to see what I do with my calendar. Hmm. I just added. I probably pushed it over somewhere. But that's gonna be our speaker for next Friday, Prophet Antoine Thomas. At 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I thank him for in advance for bringing the word of God. Next Monday, mm-hmm, Iron Shopping, Iron Smile Three is May second. Wow! Thank you, Carmella. Thank I'm so glad you tuned in tonight too. Thank you. I, I thank you for that and the message. Um, next Monday is May 1st. That will be a, uh, Dr. Serena Wright will be our speaker from 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That will be our speaker on Blog Talk, as well as I believe she's going to do Facebook. Now, if you tune in on Sunday, I left this one for last. So, uh, Sunday is our morning service. It's at 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Then as our overseer, our very own Apostle Kaiser, uh, she will be bringing forth the word at that time. So, if you tune in with this time, you will see her, Dr. Cecilia Kaiser, Minister Sheila Kaiser and Minister Brandon Kaiser and Minister Margot McCoy. They will be, be bringing forth the word. I appreciate you all. I thank you all for your love and your support. Just you know this. We love you with the love of the Lord and there's nothing you can do about it. Um, keep me in your prayers because I have something before God I'm going to share with you as we get closer to the date. I'm just going to show you all how good God is. God is So good I just got three more months (laughs) So our foundational scripture is Matthew 6 to 33 To seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness And all these things shall be added unto you I want you to know that I love the Lord I want to pray for you all before I let you all go God I thank you for the word on tonight I thank you for all those that looked in I thank you for all of those that listened in So many people have so many things up before you right now, oh God. I'm just asking you to minister to them in their sleep, oh God. Minister to them when people are talking to us, that they will hear something that they know came from you because it's something they put on us also before you, God. God, please teach us how to just hold on to the altar, to the horns of the altar, and don't give up and don't give in. God, we just thank you for your rest on tonight, your peace on tonight. God, we just thank you for covering our loved ones covering our homes. God, when our children go out into the world, God, bring them back. Keep a hedge of protection around them that no hurt, evil, harm, or danger or death shall come upon them, God. God, we just ask you to cover us, cover our minds, oh, God, because a lot of people are not coming back into their right mindset. But, God, I just ask you to touch each and every person that's in the hospital room in the bed right now, God, they're dealing with situations, God. I'm asking you to answer their prayers, oh, God. Answer the prayers of their family, oh, God. And for those that God, you said it's that time. God, let it be well within their soul. Oh, God, we just ask you right now to just be God and only God in our lives. Do what God can do. What I mean, do what only God can do. And God, stop us from trying to be your helper. You don't need our help. Let us get out of the way and let God do what only God can do. I blame it to my... Head and not my heart. God, just cover us. Keep us, O oh Lord. North, south, east, and west. Out of town, in town. God, cover the merits. Cover the heresies. God, I just ask you, just cover the kaisers. My siblings, God, I'm asking you to cover my nephew, Brandon, his wife, and the twins. God, I'm calling out a special prayer for them, O oh God. I don't need nobody asking questions. Just pray, 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 because God is a healer. God is a deliverer. God is a provider. God is a resource. God, you didn't bring nobody to this father. Leave them now. God, we stand on that. We believe in that. And we're holding that to us. our hearts. God, we're touching and agreeing. God, just cover us, oh God. Cover us, oh Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. God, I thank you. Cover my coworkers, oh God. Lord, I thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Jesus. Amen. It's nothing too hard for God. I don't care what it looked like. I don't care where you at. Trust God in this time and place and watch what God do for you. Remember our foundation of Scripture, Matthew 6 and 33, but seek you first. The kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. Good night, everyone. you.